It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. As it is written, Thou art the potter, we are the clay. A dark and magical sojourn to a creepy little coastal town is the final part of our show, The Master's Hand. It was taped live in New York City on December 10th, 2017. Oh, but first, a quick word about our sponsor, Fifth and Maiden. Check out the work of Fireside Mystery Theater's official jeweler on Instagram, at Fifth and Maiden. If you, too, want a bit of shimmer, you'll get 15% off, plus free tax and shipping in the 48 states. And now this word from one of our sponsors. Allie Silva in Painted in a Corner. Hey, Allie, what you got there? Oh, just something I pulled down from the old attic. Oh, what is it? It's something I've been holding on to for years now. An original painting by the master himself. Bob Ross. Oh, you mean, let's make it a happy little tree, Bob Ross? Yeah, one and the same. Oh, what are you going to do with it? The painting is titled Delightful Meadow, and it will be sold to... Sold? You can't just let go of a treasure like that. How could you do such a thing? Why? Uh, I, I, I need more funds so I can purchase the latest creations from Fifth and Maiden Handcrafted Jewelry. Oh, I knew it. And I understand. But this is Bob Ross we're talking about here. I'm just using art to buy more art. Just the way old Bob Ross would have wanted it. What's happening? Uh, oh. Hey there, friends. Thanks for welcoming me in your home. Oh, it can't be. Bob Ross? Hey, hey, you betcha. <laughs> Why do I suddenly have a craving for granola? Mr. Ross, you're transparent. Yes, I'm just a happy little ghost floating in a mist of titanium white. But right now I'm feeling just a touch of phthalo blue. Oh, 
well, what's wrong, Mr. Ross? I hear you want to sell my little baby there, Delightful Meadow. Oh, uh, well, I... That's uh, right, Mr. Ross. She wants to sell it so she can get some more Fifth and Maiden handcrafted jewelry. Well, she can't do that. But, Mr. Ross... <laughs> not until I finish it. You see, I always felt bad. Not too bad, but just a little bad. Well, bad enough to want to come and visit you here today. I, I never really finished my Delightful Meadow. Wow, the ghost of Bob Ross is going to touch up my painting? I'll really get a lot of moolah for it now. Woohoo! So, let me see here. The thing that gets me in, in a really gentle way, friends, it, it just bothers me a little. Bothers me enough to pick up my easel. Is, is that there? So is a little sunshine on the horizon. I'll just take up my brush here and uh, with a dab of cadmium yellow. Holy smokes! And I believe we'll increase the value. And remember... That's something we always want to do with our friends and neighbors. Increase value. And spend more time with them. You know, shake a hand. Share a story. Wow. He's even nice in the afterlife. Yeah. Okay, and then I just take a smidge of Van Dyke Brown and some tap green. And you see, I had some trees here, but none of them were happy trees until now. Okay, she's good to go. Get a good price for her and get that handcrafted jewelry you've been wanting. And let that jewelry shine as bright as the sun, as bright as your smile. James Reeser here, quickly wiping away a happy tear from my eye to tell you about Fifth and Maiden Handcrafted Jewelry. Reclaimed materials, metals, and minerals. Recrafted by hand and redesigned to empower. Fifth and Maiden offers modern jewelry and housewares that blend clean lines. With a bit of shimmer. Oh, I like that. (laughs) With a bit of shimmer. Fifth and Maiden, reclaimed, refined, empowered. To learn more, just go to their website, fifthandmaiden.com, or visit their Instagram page, at Fifth and Maiden. Fifth and Maiden are the official jewelers of Fireside Mystery Theater. Every so often, we like to take the Long Island Railroad all the way out east to our favorite little out-of-the-way seaside town, Sunken Harbor. Every time we visit there, we find so many magical, odd-colored pearls hidden in every oyster. When we last stopped by in June of this year, so many strange things happened. Such as? Well, it was discovered that a recently departed elderly man of the town kept a graveyard full of old World War II planes and vehicles. And not only that, it turned out that the grounds were also rich with a special kind of clay. Simon Perdido, a man that no one in the town can seem to wholly agree whether he is dead or among the living, has taken great interest in this land, especially where the clay is concerned. Why he would be interested in this particular substance, no one is able quite to say. A young man, a Brooklynite and artist named Evan, while trespassing on this old property, pocketed a small sample of this clay. Later that evening, while being driven home by a young local girl named Julie, it came to Evan's attention that the clay was no longer in his pocket. It was squirming around somewhere in the vehicle until it found its way to Julie's foot, which happened to be pressing on the accelerator pedal and... 
Sheldon, please get in your vehicle and get back on the road. For the love of God, this is an accident scene. I realize that, and I'm sorry, Sheriff Ulster. Cobra and I had just dropped my niece off at home and were heading to the stone's throw for a nightcap when... I knew it. I, I was hoping it wasn't. That's... that is Julie's car. You know Julie's car, Cobra, huh? There was a boy in there with her, I'm afraid. Am I right? Okay, then. What do you know about what just happened here? Dear God. Evan... Sissy will never get over. Are they... are they... are they gonna be... They're both dead. I'll ask you again. What do you know about what just happened here? We were all out at old man Wenzel's place. I know. We got the call. I know about Wenzel's body being found. I know... I know you were there, Cobra. But it was never mentioned to me that Julie and Evan were also at the Wenzel property. They were there with you? Well, not really. I mean... Well, yes and no. We followed a World War II fighter plane flying over the town. Did you see it? No. Well, Cobra and I spotted this aircraft. <sighs> yeah, 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 right after I clocked you in the face. What? It was an accident. I felt bad for a minute. Cobra. That's not important now. Cobra and I noticed the plane, and Cobra decided, deduced rather, that it must have come from his friend Mr. Wenzel's land. I had a strange premonition about the whole thing, so I coaxed him to take me there. And somewhere by Pebble Path Beach... My niece Sissy and her two friends, Julie and Evan, also saw it and followed it to the Wenzel property. When Cobra and I arrived, we found Mr. Wenzel's corpse still seated in his easy chair. And now two young people are also dead. What's the connection there? Well, I have a good idea. I was asking myself the question, not you, Sheldon. Why is it that you're always everywhere I don't want you to be? Are you implying that I had something to do with their unfortunate... For once, I gotta say, he's not in the wrong here, Sheriff. At least from what I could tell. So all of you saw an old fighter plane? Yeah, Corsair F4U. You all saw it? You, Sheldon, Sissy, well, and Julie and Evan? Uh, yeah. Okay. If you visit the property, you'll notice there seems to be one Corsair plane missing from the formation. And tire tracks. Fresh tire tracks can be seen where it took okay, off. Okay, okay, this is where I get off the crazy train, Sheldon. I don't have time for any of this. Simon Perdido called me on the telephone while I was there. That was Simon on the phone then? Really? And what did Simon say? <laughs> Simon says... <laughs> Shut it, Cobra. He called you, Simon? Yes. Why the hell is he calling you at the Wenzel house? How would he even know you're there? I don't know. But he knew we were there. He knew Wenzel was already dead. He wanted us out of there right away. He wants the property, you see. No. He I don't see. He's interested in the land that... Sheldon. Oh, my God. Sheldon, stop. Where are you? This is an accident scene. Get away from that vehicle, Sheldon. Sheldon, you heard the man. Stay put, you meathead. Sheriff, you want me to... No, Gutierrez, grab him. Let me go. 
Man. I'm this close to booking you. A concrete suite and my little bed and breakfast shelter. Oh, tell this deputy of yours to let me go after it before it escapes. What are you talking about? I saw it with my own eyes. There has been a terrible tragedy here, Sheldon. Julie was one of your niece's best friends. We have a chance to find out what this is all about. We can't let it escape. Let what escape? I saw it come out from behind the front of the vehicle just now. I saw it squirm and squish and crawl away on its own on the asphalt and into the woods. What? It was a, a little piece of clay. Uh, hold on, I'm coming. H hang on there. Just a sec. Uh, hang on. Uh, uh, where did I leave that cordless phone? I... Oh, hello, Beth. Is that you? Beth? Who is this? Mr. Hobney. My name is Simon. Simon Perdido. Hey, this is an unlisted number, Mr. Perdido. How did you come across it? I got it through one of your old colleagues from Potter's Wax Museum in St. Augustine. Oh. Well, that must have been uh, Seth Glazer. Yes. It was him. He told me to ring you. About what, Mr. Perdido? About commissioning a sculpture. Oh, but I don't do that anymore. I'm, I'm retired, you see. You're too kind, but I'm done with all that now. Don't, don't get me wrong, I had a lot of fun over the years as a principal sculptor in the wax museum world, but nowadays I just want to work on my own art at my own pace and leisure, you understand? I can certainly relate. Except, in my case, I'm trying to come out of retirement after a long spell. Well, good for you. But, well, sorry, I couldn't be... Mr. Perdido, is it? The great Derek Hobney. I can't believe it. A true master sculptor such as you. Not since Madame Tussaud herself has there been a sculptor so brilliantly able to capture the human likeness with such vivid realism in wax. Yet, you live in a tiny little house. I have no great desire for material things, Mr. Perdido. What, what the hell are you getting at, sir? What, what do you know about... I just want to commission you for one single solitary sculpture. Oh, that must be the courier service. You should be receiving a packet from me right now. This is a prank of some kind. Seth? Seth Glazer, this is you, isn't it? Good for me? There it is. The packet I've sent you. Pick it up. If I did such a thing, uh, take on your commission, that is, it's going to cost you a pretty penny. Like what? 
We're talking uh, a life-size human sculpture? Yes. Well, uh, that's going to run you at least $20,000. Oh, Mr. Hobney. You continue to undervalue your talent. But if that's all you want to charge... What are you thinking? Charge what you think is fair. Enclosed in that manila envelope is a blank check. I'm not kidding. Mr. Pedito, I don't know about this. This is a little too... Strange? Yes. I admit it's all a little strange. No stranger than making human likenesses out of wax for a living. What do you want me to sculpt? Why, me, of course. You? But I've never seen you before. Open the envelope. Go on. Enclosed, along with the check, are several 8 by 10 color photographs of before my accident, that is. Before your accident? Yes. That was me. Such a handsome gent I was. I know it's pure vanity, but I want you to create a perfect likeness of me. The way I used to look. The way I look now. Well, let's just say you wouldn't be able to bear the sight of me. Uh, all right, all right, all right. How, how soon do you need this? What kind of timeline are we working with here? I'm going to need time. My studio isn't set up for wax sculpture these days. That's all right, Mr. Hobney. I don't want you to carve my likeness in wax. I'd like the sculpture done in clay. Clay? Not just any clay. Some very special clay. I can have it delivered as early as tomorrow. Sculpt my likeness. Make it look exactly like the man you see in those photographs. Help make a sick, broken man happy again. I ask again that you draw your attention to the envelope. Inside the manila envelope, you'll find a smaller envelope. I'd like you to open that. Whoa. Whoa. What's this stuff? Just some things I'd like you to incorporate into my sculpture. Things you'll find inside the envelope. Some of my actual hair. A pair of glass eyes. And inside that, an even smaller packet. Inside of which, you'll find... Wait a minute. You said one piece. Don't panic. I just want something sculpted that would be on a much, much smaller scale. Sculpted from the same clay I'm sending over. And I promise I will bother you no more. It's a gift for an old friend of mine. What do you say? Must you always slam the door when you come in, Diana? Hello, Mother. What do you have there now? Give me a second. Back at the antique store, were we? Another vintage teddy bear for your collection. I've always had to buy my own teddy bears. Isn't that right, Mother? You wanted for nothing as a child, Diana. Nothing that actually matters. Ugh, teddy bears. (laughs) I gave you everything you know. Even the title you hold now. Yes, yes. But that's only because you had to give it up and go into hiding. Don't worry. I don't have that many years left. Oh, but you'll make them count, I'm sure. What's wrong, Diana? Oh, 
But I am such a crank sometimes, aren't I? I suppose I go a little stir-crazy being kept so tightly under wraps. Well, I made my own bed, I suppose. When have you ever made your own bed? I've been making your bed for as long as I can remember. What kind of way is that to talk? I went to see your old chum, Mr. Wenzel, today, like you asked me to. You presented him with the Founder's Award, then? Yeah, you could say that. What does that mean? Tiana, have you been drinking? (laughs) Yes, Mother. Yes, I had a few drinks at the Stone's Throw. Is that all right with you? I needed it after this afternoon. Needed them? Wenzel is dead. Ted? Yes. He's been dead for a few days, at least. Ted? Then there's no one left now. I didn't realize he had such a thing for you, Mother. What are you talking about? Or did you mean for me to find it? Find what? This was clutched in his hand. (gasps) I never got to know my father, but you always told me This was your song. Diana, please let me explain. Whenever I heard this melody as a little girl, I would would dream and wonder what my long-lost father was like. I'd create a picture of him in my mind. Oh, Diana, I... Ha! Saved by the bell. Once again. Let me see who it is. Package from here, Diana Belfair. We'd like to take a brief pause during this tense little moment in our story to deliver a special message from our good friend James Scully, old-time radio historian, host, and creator of the Breaking Walls podcast. March, 1888. You're hearing Sergeant Elias B. Dunn, New York City's chief weatherman. On this blustery Sunday evening, he's come up to the roof of the Equitable Life Assurance Building at 120 Broadway in Lower Manhattan. Is Mr. Dunn upset because he's trying to take the temperature during the midst of an unexpected March blizzard? Is he upset because his telegraph poles are down, because his carrier pigeons are grounded, and because communication with New York has been cut off from the rest of the world? No. He's clearly upset because he was born well over 100 years too soon to subscribe to Breaking Walls, a podcast on the history of American radio. Luckily, you're hearing this in 2018, and you can subscribe to Breaking Walls everywhere you get your podcasts, or go to thewallbreakers.com to find out why Elias B. Dunn plays such a huge role in the birth of radio. That's right, my friends, don't wait a hundred years. You can discover now the fascinating and exciting history of the golden age of radio that awaits you in each episode of Breaking Walls. The Breaking Walls podcast is an absolute must for the old-time radio connoisseur, but also for anyone who has an interest in history. You'll learn a lot while being very entertained and exposed to many of the things that have been a major influence on our own show. Subscribe to the Breaking Walls podcast wherever you get your podcasts and start listening and get fascinated today. And now let's get back to our strange tale. Just a moment ago, Mayor Belfair got a peculiar and unexpected delivery. But now we find ourselves just a few short miles away in downtown Sunken Harbor. 
Closing up the karate studio for the day, I take it, Cobra? How many times do I have to tell you it's not a studio? It's a dojo. A dojo, you yo-yo! <laughs> Semantics. Cobra, can I ask you something? Go ahead. You're Jewish, correct? Yeah, I'm Jewish for Christ's sakes. What do you want? Spit it out already. Well, that clay we saw on the Wenzel property. I didn't see anything. Sissy was attacked by it. I have no reason to doubt her. I didn't see with my own eyes, so don't ask me to get involved with anything crazy. Do you attend synagogue? Eh, you know, not really. Yeah, once in a while. But they haven't seen my face at uh, Old Beth Shalom for quite a bit. I think I need to consult with a rabbi. <laughs> you? Consult? <laughs> you thinking of converting, Sheldon? They wouldn't take a screwball like you in the congregation. Who's the rabbi at Beth Shalom? Rabbi Berman. But hey, you leave Rabbi Berman alone with your nonsense. Thank you, Cobra. Mazel tov. Hello? What can I do for you, sir? Sir? Oh, uh, hello, Rabbi Berman. My name is Jay Sheldon. Forgive the awkwardness that betrays my ignorance. I was raised in the Church of England. It's just that I've never encountered a female rabbi before. Well, with Reformed Judaism, it is not only possible, but actual, Mr. Sheldon. How can I help you? I don't wish to be rude, but I am up against a deadline. You see, I have a sermon to complete, and Shabbat is only two days away. Oh, well, then I'll get straight to it. Excellent. Rabbi Berman, I have reason to suspect that someone in this town has taken and misused an ancient mystical Kabbalistic ritual for nefarious purposes. Mr. Sheldon, I'm sorry, I have... Very important work I really need to get to. There is a man who I thought had left this world for good. Well, apparently he has not. He has discovered a patch of land in this town that is bountiful in supply of... of enchanted clay. I think I know where you're going with this, Mr. Sheldon. He's already figured out how to transform the clay. Into golems? Got it, Mr. Sheldon. <sighs> That goes very deep into the most mystical aspects of our ancient tradition. Do you even know what you're attempting to discuss here? That's why I'm meeting here with you now. I know of the story of Judah Lowe, the rabbi of Prague, who back in the 16th century created a golem made of clay. A superhuman being that he was able to bring to life as, as a servant and protector. Something has come to pass that is borrowing from this old tradition, but... For the foulest of intentions. Mr. Sheldon, I... I want you to come with me to the Wenzel property here in Sunken Harbor. I can tell you, the clay there is already being used to... Mr. To... Sheldon, I neither have the time nor the ability to assist you. As I've already mentioned, I have some important work to attend to. Thank you for stopping by. That's all. That's all you have to say. I'm afraid that's it. I'm so sorry. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Rabbi. So sorry to have taken up your time. Hello, Rabbi Silverman. Yes, this is Rabbi Rachel Berman over at Beth Shalom in Sunken Harp. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How are you, my friend? Well, uh, a very strange fellow... A British fellow. 
Yes, a Gentile. Well, he just left my office and told me a very odd story that made me think of you. I figured I ought to run it past you. It sure is tacky looking. What's it supposed to be? Seems like a Greek or Roman type figure. Such a mean expression on his little face. And it's made of clay, is it? It's not even properly cast in bronze. Who sent this ghastly thing? I don't know. There seems to be no name here anywhere. Well, I can see what appears to be the artist's initials on the base. D.H. Hmm. Diana. I want a chance to explain about Mr. Wenzel. I'm having a hard enough time right now processing things as is, Mother. Hey, Beth. Yeah, I'll be able to come over and see the kids. Uh, But how are you? Hey, well, that's good. Last week, you had a much rougher time with the chemo, right? Uh, Me? I'm I'm actually doing quite well. I got a a real out-of-left-field request for a commission. Yeah, yeah, I I took it. The the money was too, too generous to refuse. Oh, it was just something that took me back to my old wax museum days. Just a little weirder, if you can believe that. I made a small sculpture, a figure of the Roman god Mercury, and a life-sized one of a really strange fellow. It's actually a sculpture of the guy who made the commission. Yeah, the weird guy, Simon. Uh, Simon Perdido? He he asked for some real strange stuff that I'll tell you about another time. I've already sent out the small sculpture, but I still have the life-size guy here in the house. It's it's so odd-looking. But... It might be the most realistic-looking thing I've ever done. That's a shame. We'll probably never be seen by the the general public. Hey, what the hell's that? What? Hey, hell, hell, is there somebody in the house? Beth, Beth, holy, it's gone. I I think I'm going to be in trouble. Did someone just steal the statue? It's gone. Just the base is there, but no statue. Gone. I, I gotta call the police. You actually went down to the synagogue? To Rabbi Berman's office? Oy vey. You didn't drop my name, I hope. I still have to worship there every few years, you know. I didn't drop your name. Well, it looks like she told you to take a hike. a girl. I mean, not a rabbi. I just wanted her to listen to me. Bartender, I'd like to purchase for my friends here their next round. Simon. I had a good amount of time to convalesce. Now I feel... Much better. Thought I'd stick my head 
to my favorite watering hole and celebrate with a few good old friends. Drink up, my friends. Today is a new day for us all. Good afternoon, my little day drinkers. So, he found a way back. What the hell? What the hell's happened to his face? Very clever. Very clever indeed. He looks, I don't know, glazed over? His face, the, the skin on his face, is stretched tight. I mean, it looks like him, but he, he looks... Realistic, without seeming real, right? Creepazola! It must be some badly botched plastic surgery you got there. Hey, did you guys... Just see the new Simon Pedido? Yes, we did. What's wrong with him? I could hazard a very sporting guess. Que pasa, Sheriff? I just got a call from a guy named Derek Hobney. You guys ever hear of him? Nope. I have. He's a wax sculptor. Works for all the big museums. One of the best there is. It figures you know about weird, creepy crap like that. I'm heading over there now. Someone's stolen a statue from him. A statue? Of what? I have no idea. I'm going over there now. You wouldn't let me come along with you, would you? Well, how about... no? Hobney is a friend of mine. Then I... go see him on your own time. When are you going to get it through your head? You and I should never be... Hello, uh, I'm looking for Mr. J. Sheldon. Rabbi Berman? What are you doing here? Why, it's Robbie Kleinman. <laughs> wow, when did I see you last at synagogue? Uh... <laughs> yeah, I think tracksuits were still in style as everyday wear at the time. It's good to see some things don't change. Mr. Sheldon. How did you find me here? It wasn't too difficult, I'll say that much. Uh, could I talk to you alone outside, please, Mr. Sheldon? There's something I'd like to discuss with you. Why, certainly. anymore. Diana, you stop this at once. How could you? Come on. I'm trying to explain and you won't let me. I hate these stupid records of yours. Calm down, please. No, no. Are you satisfied yet? Enough. Now you calm yourself and listen to me, Diana. Smashing all these nice things of ours. Why couldn't you smash that ugly statue that came in the mail today? (sighs) Look, Diana. All we have left in this world is one another. We have to stand by each other now more than ever. I had a very good reason for what I did, but you haven't (gasps) let me get one word. What was that? Uh, it sounded lo- like... Mice. Rats. Oh, God. We never had rats. Oh, please, it God. It can't be. It's the one thing I can't handle. Rodents. Rats. Oh! 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 Diana, it went behind my chair. Oh. Diana, do something, please. 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 
What is this feeling I have? It is the discomfort and weariness of being who we must be. You the one who asks, and I the one who tells. But why does this scene we gaze upon make me feel the way I do now? It's the way one often feels when they've come to the end of something. What is this the end of? The end of a very sad and long story. There isn't a rat loose in the house, is there? You know as well as I do. It is not a rat. What is it then? Look at the base of the statuette that they received today. Where is the statuette that was upon it earlier? You know as well as I do. And they think it's a rat. And then he said, hey, listen, I'm gonna fix this world today Because I know what's missing Then he rolled his big sleeves up And a brand new world began He created a woman and a show. We hope you enjoyed it. Mr. Sheldon was played by James Reeser. Simon Perdido was played by Alan LaForest. Lynn Belfair was played by Mary Murphy. 
Sheriff Ulster was played by Eric Davy Gislason. Derek Hobney was played by David Linton. Rabbi Rachel Berman was played by Casey LaForest. The parts of Cobra Kleinman and The One Who Asks were played by Michael Pate. The One Who Tells was played by Gustavo Rodriguez. And the part of Mayor Diana Belfair was played by me, Ali Silva. The musical performance, 100 Pounds of Clay, written by Kay Rogers, Luther Dixon, and Bob Elgin, was sung by Susan O'Day, accompanied by Nico Slater. Sunken Harbor, We Are the Clay, was written by Sylvan Sandovar and directed by Holly Payne Strange. The Master's Hand was produced by Gustavo Rodriguez, Daniel and Rebecca Graves, and me for Fireside Mystery Productions. Jason Graves composed our theme music. Our musical score is improvised by Steve Blanco. Our sound effects designer and engineer is Greg Russ. Our technical director at the Slipper Room is Johnny Goddard. And our production coordinator is Brontus Shane Orengo. We'd love it if you shared with us your thoughts about our show with a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Your feedback helps us to grow, raises our visibility, and gives us much-needed support. If you haven't already, subscribe, like us on Facebook. We can also be fun to follow on Instagram and Twitter with the handle at Fireside Mystery. How good would you look in an official Fireside Mystery Theater t-shirt or hoodie? Rest your head on a Fireside throw pillow. Carry your gear in a handy FMT tote bag. Sip your tea from our logo mug. All of these things and more can be purchased from our merch store, firesidemysterytheater.com slash merch. Stay tuned for upcoming sales. If you live in or plan on visiting the New York City area, you have a chance to experience the unique fun of one of our live performances at the Sumptuous Slipper Room. Join us for our next taping on Sunday, March 25th at 5 p.m., when we'll dig into The Secret Files of Nellie Bly. Tickets are on sale now at slipperroom.com. Coming up next from Fireside Mystery Theater, episodes from our show written exclusively and entirely by women. In honor of Women's History Month, we give you The Female of the Species. This is your own Ali Silva. You are a work of art, dear listener, so find your light. But remember, with the light, one must still mind the shadows. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.